1: Strange is going on with my Spotify experience lately, Grant. We were talking about music earlier, so I'm bringing this up. I go into a playlist, right, and I'm listening to my playlist, and I put it on this new Smart Shuffle function, which I don't really know. I assume it's, like, normal shuffle, but they just put the word Smart in front of it. Maybe that's not the case, though, because now I think that they're bringing up songs that aren't actually in my playlist and just, like, uh, weaving it in with existing songs from my playlist. Do you happen to know anything more about this?
0: I think you might be right. I'm not a Spotify person. I'm an Apple music Neither? person. Okay. But I think that's correct that they do try and sort of weave in other songs for you to, scout, to discover. I don't know exactly how, but it's it's funny because a lot of people point out that all these little, like, oh, your year wrapped up. This is These are your stats for mm. the year. Like, it kind of goes to show just how much data these companies collect on you. So it's not a surprise oh, no. that it's like okay, how can we keep Romeo on this platform even longer? Let's try and find some other songs to hook her with. Yeah, more. she's
1: been listening to the same five songs for the last month. Like, she needs to expand a little. Not that they care about my personal music taste. But you're right. Uh, and also, there are these minute changes that take place in the on these platforms that sometimes you don't even notice, like, what has shifted until way later. And you're like, wait, has this been happening the whole time? I had no idea like a oh, spotify right. dj has apple music or, come up with a dj yet
0: uh apple music has radio i'm not sort of up on my spotify terminology
1: oh, dj is like an that, actual or, dj he comes on uh, in the ai voice of the dj dj x
0: Ooh, that's cool mm-hmm. yeah we don't have we don't have anything like that but mm-hmm. maybe you'll have to check it out or the 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 crazy thing where uh these the stuff is all temporary so one time you might go to your playlist you try and play a song and oh it's no longer available on this platform
1: oh god oh crap I hope that doesn't <laughs> happen yeah a lot of throwbacks and such that i i keep in touch with because of streaming and not other ways to listen
0: sure exactly
1: all right grant let's get to gardening we do this on fridays with our friend susan kearney
2: hello i'm susan kearney Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using
1: touch, taste, scent, and sound. Susan, we love talking gardening with you right before the weekend, and you've been quite busy. Of course, it's the festive time of year, so we're talking about your uh, outdoor arrangement, which I think that you've already completed, and through that, the different types of pines that you've been using for the outdoor arrangement Is
2: that right? hmm yes. And, and um, the, this particular one is actually um, in my porch, uh, so it, it, it isn't totally outdoors. It's, it's cold out there, but it's not, it's not outdoors. It doesn't get um, any rain or snow on it. And um, I do have an outdoor one, and yesterday it snowed, Oh. And uh, a little yeah. bit of snow, a tease, because then it all melted. And by the time I went to go and get the picture taken of it, um, the out, actual outdoor one, there wasn't any snow left, and uh, it looked better when it was out in the snow. But we'll start with the one that's in the in the, in the veranda. Um, because it's it um i enjoy doing these i didn't choose all of my own greens this year i actually had someone pick some of them up for me i just told them what i wanted and uh they got what they could we um there's been quite a short supply i think we talked about that of real christmas trees and um, other other greens yes this year so I did what I could with it. It actually is very, very nice. Turned out very nice. Uh, so we'll start with how I uh, start this. Now I have a large container, and this is called a self-watering container. I'm not really why, I don't know why there, but it holds water in the bottom, so that the um, the the, um, the pines are always getting some water because they really soak that water up uh, when, when once you cut them. Um, put them into that container. Uh, they're really soaking all that water up, and it's important to give them a lot of water so they stay nice and green. And uh, so I start with that, and then I, um, I take all my greens and I lay them out um, on a stone bench that I have, and I spray them. And I spray them with a um, stuff that's called wilt-proof. Uh, it, it, it isn't toxic, it, it doesn't hurt the environment, and it doesn't hurt um, any little creatures. It doesn't hurt anything. It's just uh, something that, that keeps um, the, um, the greens uh, greener um, for a little longer, especially because they're not going to be out in the elements getting rain or snow or um, a cold on them, uh, even I mean, though it is cool in the veranda. And then I put in some spongy material at the bottom. And once the uh, wilt-proof is dried on everything, then I start cutting to the sizes that I want um, the the different pines. And we'll start with the the different pines, greens, that I use, the evergreens. All of these are members of the evergreen family. Okay. And I've started with white pine. Now, white pine is our Ontario provincial tree. And it is the one with very long needles mm. and very, very long, soft needles. has a beautiful scent to it. Um, th- this particular tree, although it is our Ontario provincial um, tree, it does not like city life. So it, it does so not, not do Toronto. well. Not Toronto. My, I actually um, had a real tree of it um, that I had decorated for several years. And it did well until I put it in my garden and then it was it was no more. It kind of looked like Charlie Brown's um, oh. Christmas tree after all oh, it was all all hanging down. It didn't It wasn't very happy, so I had to dig it back out. But I start with some cuttings of, of um, a white pine. and then I go, Sorry, Susan, to, what um, is it
1: about the city that the pine can't thrive? Like what's the actual you know, I difference?
2: Don't... I think they cannot take the pollution.
1: Oh my. For some
2: reason, the white pines do not do well in all, in polluted air. They prefer to be out in the country, um, and and without all that polluted air. Well, that should they tell us something, lose. huh?
0: Yeah, that's kind of yeah, scary, yeah. isn't yes. it? If you think about that, it, and that's it like is. A, it, is
2: it, the, it's a there's... barometer of uh, of a. a uh, not very good you know good, good thing uh-huh. so no they don't do well in in um, in our city landscape but I I buy the the, um, the white pine uh, and have it cut so that I can use the branches and um, I, I start with that in the very center I put boxwood now boxwood does not feel like ordinary pine or cedar It has um, very small um, leaves that go all the way around the branches and all the way up the branch. And boxwood, um, you know, boxwood can be in our gardens um, um, all through uh, North America. You'll see um, boxwood in a lot of gardens. That is an evergreen and um it's it stands very uh very tall and very sturdy so it's it's a good one to start into the center because it doesn't have the floppy um pine needles that the uh that the white pine does so it, it's it's nice it stands up very very beautifully stands up straight well, in there so i put holds that in everything
0: there. together i guess is, is the goal.
2: yes it does yeah. yeah and and then um they i i use a A cedar, which is um, very soft. And short needles, um, the cedar is very, very lovely. It's lovely to touch. It's, it's not um, prickly like the, you know, but the, the needles of the uh, white pine. It's very soft, and it has a beautiful scent. Cedar has a lovely, a lovely smell and a long-lasting smell. So I use that in there, and so that's sort of soft sort of uh, leaves that go around, the branches that go around. And then I have put in, around the bottom, I've put in magnolia. And we've talked about the the, uh, Ontario magnolia. This is the blue magnolia. The leaves aren't blue, they're green. It also belongs to the evergreen family. They're wide and they feel kind of leathery. And um, they go around the bottom of the arrangement to sort of hold everything up. And then they, they spread out very, very beautifully. Uh, I noticed this morning I went out and touched the arrangement again, and, it's, mm. and and they have really filled up with some a nice liquid, and they're uh, spread out. So it, they just make a lovely – I love the magnolia leaves. And because they've got that leathery sort of feeling to them and they're very large – when they're actually on a magnolia tree and the wind blows, they actually um, sort of clatter uh, that's that's how um, not not hard but they're not soft they they do have a um, a hardness to them so mm-hmm. they, they sort of um, clatter together and make some lovely music but I, I take those and I put those along the bottom because they they just make a lovely just you know a lovely addition to um to to Texturally the arrangement as well mm-hmm. it's yeah and there, and then i put the lights on and um then i hang my owl ornaments and along the bottom of the arrangement on the table where everything is sitting i also have some ornaments of um, some owls because uh, I I always call it my owl tree. So that is my owl tree. Yeah,
0: yeah, It's cool because it's like, instead of, you know, just getting, getting someone to provide you or or purchase, get a a Christmas tree from somewhere, you've basically come up with a DIY solution for a beautiful holiday, holiday uh, holiday.
1: Plan, arrangement. uh yeah arrangement
0: thank you yeah, i was yeah. lost for the word is this something that you just sort of e- experimented with or like how did you come up with the design for this
2: well actually um i am um, I, I i actually started doing this um when i when i was very very young, um, some of the adults in my in, in in my childhood would say, "You know, let's let's go and do the decorations out, outside." Um, it 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 was something that we we did. Um, I, I did as a child. I, I learned the different the different greens. Uh, we used holly. We always had holly in the garden, uh, so we used holly. We used um, you know whatever um, of the greens that were um, in on different people's properties. Um in the family. So I, I did I learned it a long time ago, and I've always just kept up the tradition. Even if it was a if I didn't have an area where I could have a large one, I, I would do um, a, a very small one. it's It's always been a tradition, a tradition that um, I, I, I really kept from from childhood.
1: Yeah and it's so sweet because here on the show at least for the last however many years you've been coming on Susan and whenever we have our uh, holiday kitchen party you've made these tiny little uh, indoor arrangements that you could just put as your centerpiece and the description (laughs) as well as like feeling this stuff and passing it around it's always been so memorable for us on the team so I get I hope that we have some version of that or another this year but also how tall is this arrangement the one in your patio?
2: Uh, it, um it is it's on a table that's about um three three feet high mm-hmm. and then there's the um the pot and then there are all the greens in, in there so i oh it's it's t- a little bit taller than than over my my head so it you know it's it's up uh about five feet so yeah. it's um it it makes a nice makes a nice show on on the uh porch so it it, it it does make um yeah it's it's quite tall i've i've had taller um but this year as i said i didn't choose my own green so right, i right. went with uh, what was um you know what the, the person actually picked up for me uh, because we couldn't find a lot of the stuff so uh that that is i had to go with that and that's fine i was very grateful that they could do that for me of So course but, uh yeah So, so it's it's it really, it's it's a fun thing and uh, very very much a traditional. And even if I've done very small ones or very large ones, some right. of them I've done very large. Um, you know, some years I've really, I've you know gone all out and and done very large ones, but that was when um, the the greens were easier to find mm. uh, and and cheaper to find and I will say that because they the, this um, the greens this year well the last three or four years have not exactly been so it you know it it's something that um, yeah I, I think that's going to continue I think yeah. that's a, a something that's going to continue and it's going to
1: look a little different every year anyways because it's your yeah. craft right your
2: yeah the
1: way that you That's kind of go find into about it. it exactly it's artistic yeah. susan love talking to you thank you so much we'll chat with you next week hey, bye susan kearney is our gardener and she joins us on fridays talking pines today as those were the staples of her outdoor arrangement maybe she'll take another picture and this time it'll be snowy after the break we have our weekly app update with john beeler and one of the things he wants to talk about is meta's latest ai suite that makes translation uh more seamless and expressive find out more about that after the break on kelly and rumia
0: stick around and learn something new kelly and rumia return with more in a moment